Hey guys, sorry for the long wait for a new episode, but this week we're going to have a bonus episode for you as well, Um, so stay tuned for that tomorrow. But in this episode, we talk about politics, Cardi B, and reclaiming your time. Being a, a person who values your time is very important in being happy and, you know, providing and um, getting your success in life. So as always, thank you for your support. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at we trying out here. Um, email us or send us a call if you need advice. The information's in the bio. Bye. I've been on my best behavior. Like 2020, I've been like so good, and I am tired. <laughs> it's okay. I am sick of it. <laughs> okay, so I started recording. You did. So Offset is a, supposed to be worth nine million, and Cardi B is supposed to be worth a lot more. Twenty-four million. Yeah, thank you. And she was gonna have to give him ten million dollars. I would have had to kill him I first. <laughs> I'm taking your little nine million. <laughs> yeah, okay. right. My money. So how? Um, hey guys. So this week I'm here with Tracy and Tanya. Hey, hey, hey. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we're gonna be talking about reclaiming your time. Period. Right. Especially as like women. We just need to be getting our time back, especially when our time is severely, almost all the time, wasted, right? But anyway, before we get to that, um, <laughs> how are you guys? I'm doing well, actually. Oh, good. Tracy? Well, I'm drinking while we're recording this podcast, so. But I feel like we always do that, so. Okay. We yeah, I guess that's true. It's not good to... <laughs> drinking and having a tough week together. I know this. I mean, but sometimes it's needed, though. I get that. It is needed. It's very needed. Down with my girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> <that a> word? <laughs> yeah, but um, so first we, um, Atanya's gonna talk a little bit about Justice Ruth Badger uh, Ginsburg and her passing this Friday um, and why she played such an important role and why she will be missed, and we're kind of low-key scared that she's gone. Yo. <laughs> yeah, so she was, you know, a trailblazing, um, I guess, more liberal judge on the Supreme Court. She has been known to be, you know, even when she's, like, outnumbered on the Supreme Court, she's known to be, like, a dissenting voice of reason on the Supreme Court. She's been trying to hold out for as long as she could, and she got so close. Yes. Oh my God. Couldn't couldn't stay alive for a couple more months, and it's unfortunate. She so, you know, on one hand, it's like she, sh- like Loki, she should have been gone, like when Obama was president, uh-huh. you know, because if she had stepped down, then she was already, they could, you know, there for her. a long time. They, then Obama could have replaced her. But now we're in this murky water where the Republicans definitely, the, the, the Senate will push somebody through and they will confirm somebody. 
and we're going to have a outnumbered, you know, conservative uh, Supreme Court. It's never been this conservative, or at least, yeah, in my lifetime, it's never been this conservative. And we have a whole bunch of different topics that are certainly going to be, you know, before them soon. And I'm scared. I, I don't know about y'all, but I mean, you were you saying know? that we need to stock up on Plan Yo, B and stock up on that Plan birth B. Control. Stock up on that birth control because you don't know what's gonna happen. Okay. Oh my god. Because like a lot of these conservative Republicans and even some of these conservative Democrats, they do not um, agree that we have a right to abortion. They do not agree that your um, but you know your employer should pay your employee uh employer funded funded um health insurance should pay for your contraception they do not believe that um title nine protections oh i'm sorry i'm sorry y'all i don't know what piper ate this is a catnip what but that's her in the background so i apologize Just jiggling and jiggling <laughs> But yeah, so Title IX protections, gay marriage, you know, discrimination laws, voting rights protections, all of this could, you know, even just like trying to, they've gone to the Supreme Court to get um, George, what's his name? George No, what's that guy's name? George Floyd. Oh, yeah, Trump. I, I try to forget his name as much as possible. But yeah, they, um... They went all the way up to the Supreme Court to try and get his tax returns. And where are they? We don't know. So how is that going to look when there's another conservative judge on there? We never going to know where his money is coming from. But yeah. So, um, you know, buckle up, kids. Shit is looking rough. It's about to be a bumpy ride. Yo, it's time. Like I'm like asking everybody, anybody want to move to another country with me? Like, let's go. You oh, know, I'm let's down. go. What are the options? No, Europe and Africa for me personally. Back to the Caribbean. For me, Caribbean, I would, I would like the Caribbean. Yeah, like the Martinique. Like you go to Dominica, yes. you go to Jamaica, I go to Martinique, and we just travel. Yeah, back we just and take forth some ferries back and forth. It could happen. Each other's islands. Really that would be you know? a cute look, actually. Just, you know, then we got, we got weekend trips. You already know Sydney gonna go back to DR yeah. and, and Marielle, and then we have. Nicole, Several trips. Then Nicole would have to come with one of us. She would. Yo, I'm not <laughs> translating for Nicole for the rest of my life. I'm gonna be with y'all. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah. Some place where they see English. She's gonna be like Bomba Clot. Yeah. Ross Clot. You know, girl. I'm I'll see you on the weekend. <laughs> oh man, yeah, America yeah, is about shit. to be real. Oh. But yeah, um. It's about to be real, real. R.I.P. 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 Though, thank you though. You, you go watch that documentary. Oh yeah, and she had a movie too. She did. Oh the documentary. Yeah, I was on a cruise and they played that movie like every single day in the cabin. Oh, that's God. annoying. Uh, I was. Nah, I don't like any movie. That's that ironic because I was I'm in the room with like motion sickness and all they played is the oh, RBG movie. I'd be mm. on the. <laughs> When I go on cruise, I be in the room because it's it's too hot on that deck during the day. I love it. I, I burn. I burn my skin. Like I I turn red. I burn once. Yeah. yeah I burn. Well, what did she do? I don't know. I'm sorry, y'all. If y'all hear anything, my cat. I can't control her. I don't know what to do. She's rude. She's mean. She bullies me. <laughs> 
I just can't take it anymore. I don't know. But she's so cute. I know. She has a mustache. She doesn't like me, by the way. <laughs> okay, but also in um, current events and like pop news and stuff, our girl was getting divorced. From a serial cheater. Freedom reigns. Reclaiming my time. Word. Literally. Time. To and freedom. It's just, I think it's so weird how people are coming for her because she filed for a divorce. And mind you, it's contested. It's contested. What does that mean? That means that he does not agree. Like, he doesn't agree to just separating and, you know, going their separate ways. He's Mm -hmm. contesting that shit. And my thing is, why? Because, like, with any other of his baby moms, like... Was he married to any of them? I don't think so. I don't think so. Right? And like also, I didn't think like Cardi B. I feel like she should go to a little bit of like therapy after this, mm, you know, why? because her last relationship before Offset, oh yeah, was some she guy, some guy named Tommy jail. or something like that. And he, was he was in jail, jail. <laughs> like for like the whole relationship. No, the whole relationship. He was in jail, and like oh, everybody was telling her, like she was like popping off, doing well. And still just, like, really attached to this man that was, like, clearly no good for her. Not just because he was in jail. Because, you know, there's all type of people in jail. I'm not trying to say. Just because you're in jail doesn't mean that you are guilty and all that. You know, Especially not, if you're black. You know, know what I'm saying? About the prison system, all that, I'm down for that. But <laughs> he, was, he was known for, like, not treating her well before he went to jail. So I just want her to, like, find a man that's going to treat her well and love her and her daughter and, like, uplift her and like you know they can just have a beautiful golden life i'm proud of her for being able to see he is problematic Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. time to go yes and we were obviously talking about it with the girls before but she actually tried to divorce him before and turns out that she would have owed him over 10 million dollars because there was no for some reason yeah there's no prenup so this is like I'm so proud of her for, I pray that she found a loophole mm-hmm. to having to pay him any but even, money. I'm, maybe I'm she sure to her, yeah, maybe that she was like, fuck it, like, it's not worth it. Yo, she you know I doubt I mean? it. Like, look at WAP. She was gone for a long time. The whole, she was, she hadn't dropped any music in like a year. Yeah, she was on and vacation no, eating. That, that um, Invasion of Privacy album, that came out like two years ago. Exactly. Even better. Like, she hadn't made Even music better. in a long time. And mind you, that was her first album. It wasn't like she was this long-established artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and true. she came back, and it was like, she never left. We all love her. We want to hear the rest of the album. Yeah. So you make that money back. Like I don't, I don't understand. No, but though. Cardi is really about her money. If there's, like, one thing about her, she's about her coin. So I feel like mm-hmm. ever since the lawyer sold her... I mean, she her, made a song called Money. So. Literally. Mm-hmm. I feel like ever since with the first... Um, divorce attempt when she heard the number that she would give him she's been plotting since and i literally i swear to god i saw it coming i was like she's gonna divorce him after she finds a way to not owe him was anything. that before the baby was born or not was it i don't recall I mean, but it was when they, she caught that they case. secretly got married when she was secretly pregnant so mm. we don't know. So it had to have been after. Yeah. It was after the baby was born. But I remember it was when she caught that case. Yeah. And I don't mean secretly girls. in like a shady way, because like you know she's a celebrity. She yeah. deserves but away privacy. From the public. I would yeah. have a secret wedding too. Don't be surprised yeah. if I pop up like y'all. I'm married, and also I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened, but it went down. Baby number two run away. Like, I don't know. <laughs> When did, what, can like, I see pictures? Where did you even meet this guy? 
No, I'm okay with you touching me, Antonio. <laughs> but it's just, I, and then like how people are reacting in the media. Like, I wait, how are people reacting? Because I was so happy for her, just because I knew she's been Us? wanting to Look, divorce. Yes, him. a lot of people are so happy for her, go which off. is good. Like, yeah. yes, like go off. But on Twitter, you, you deserve that. But how like, many men is like, oh, I bet she gonna learn to cook and clean now. Like, oh, like somebody was like, oh, got that she's, for real. Yeah, like all that, like nobody is gonna want, nobody else is gonna want her, and shit like that. Like, hello. Wait, first of all, what? that doesn't make sense because he doesn't want to divorce her. Duh. So yeah, apparently she really does have that walk. Sis <laughs> <laughs> like, like please leave me. Her um, explanation. She was on like Instagram live, and she was that. like, um, "Yeah, I missed that." Can you tell us what she said? It was like she basically had her phone like covered, so it was oh. like the, the screen was just black, mm. and it was just her like talking to the phone, and she was like, "You know, I got, I fought for divorce, not because he cheated on me again, but because." We were arguing Again. all the time. We were not agreeing. We were not in the same Again. place anymore. We were not like, you know, she was yeah. like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to feel like I have to argue with this man. I have to struggle with this man all the time. And she was like, eventually that arguing and struggling would lead to him cheating on me again. She was like, I didn't want to wait for him to cheat again. I, so I just fought for divorce. I want to be happy. Yeah. And like, I, I do agree. Cause I think sometimes if you're in an unhappy relationship, you might be waiting for like, some big dramatic thing to happen mm. for you to be like, no, I want to go live my life the way I want to live it, or yeah. quote unquote, you That's know, right. retain yeah. my, my time. But it's not necessary. Like some things, things sometimes things are just not working. Yeah. And you know, with these men, sometimes you just get tired of them. Like I'm tired of having you in my face. I'm tired so of men. I, I don't even got one. Okay. <laughs> and I am exhausted. <laughs> as single as I am, I'm tired, y'all. <laughs> So like, imagine a husband. I feel like I would be threatening divorce for my husband at also, least once a month. And then also it's just like why why try to sit here and waste you and my time? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if we're both not happy, if you're going elsewhere, seeking elsewhere, and we're always arguing, one, we have a child. That's not good for our child to exactly. see. Yeah. And two, it's not good for both of us either to be constantly um, stress. You know what that does to your brain? Releasing yeah. cortisol all the time to your brain. It breaks like, your body down. It, like, it causes it, cancers. It causes all that things. Like first of all, yeah, it ages you. Exactly. Oh, that too. Ooh. Next thing you know, you overeating. Y'all saw how she was eating during quarantine. Obviously, I'm not judging. I mean, she was eating great. But it could have been. It could have been stress though, because you know a lot of this women eat when they're stressed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and unfortunately, her career. A lot of it is based on how she Don't looks. Know it. I was just telling so Tanya like... in the car on the way here that like literally I people are like, Oh, you lost so much weight, oh you look so good, blah blah blah. But I'm like, I literally just started working out consistently like maybe last month, two months ago. Like <laughs> So really it's just that it was internal just, glow. Yeah, That's literally what it was the work. whole time. And it was stress. Once the yeah. stress went away, the the weight went away, you know what I mean? Exactly. So, it's so easily like yeah. that it's literally tied to one one another. But it's crazy. I just hate when people, especially men, I and I don't want people, our listeners, to think that we're like bashing men because like, you know, it doesn't apply to all men, but like sometimes there's a, a group of y'all, a lot of y'all, that you know put our um 
only see women as like objects, right? Mm-hmm. Like you only value us for what our bodies could give you. What we could, yeah. So, or like what, um, I guess the status, like Cardi B, no lie, she up offset. Like everybody she was looking did. at freaking Quavo. Yeah. Nobody was caring about offset. And so, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's, it's just sad that like, even, and, and, and my thing is like, how yes, quickly she eclipsed him. Like he was in Migos. He was like a big superstar. And like, look at her so quickly. As soon as they got together. Yeah. She put in that work. And then it's just like, okay, yeah. everybody's story isn't the same. Yes. She was a stripper. We get that. Yes. But like, that's not all she is. You know what I mean? She's a mom. She's a great artist. And she's just a regular person. She did what she had to do, what she felt was best for her in that time to get to where she wanted to be in life. You know what I mean? So I, I'm i happy for her. I hope, you know, everything works out. And, you know, well, because yeah. she got, she's, what's her net worth? 24 million? It looks like 24 yeah. million according to the internet. <laughs> I think she has a really good head on her shoulders. Like, people like to think that she's, foolish or dumb because of her background as a stripper like Suki said how she talks where she's from but it's like she's doing better than a lot of y'all who are on the internet behind fake pages exactly (laughs) what do you do better than my god when you listen to her speak like the content of what she's saying like on top of that like she, uh-huh. she may not have the right verbiage but she knows what she's and she knows on the right track like Mm-hmm. as like a public speaker like getting like they have her doing the census commercials they have yeah. her doing like vote commercials she's like mm-hmm. pretty well informed and she knows how to talk to the youth in mm-hmm. their own vernacular in a way that makes them feel like they she Relatable. understands them and they can relate to her mm-hmm. and they and that they like dropping some truth exactly mm-hmm. that is very true and it's just like it's just i don't know sometimes the internet like disgusts me like really like, yeah, it does, but we all know it's like a lot of the internet or like hashtag Black Twitter are people who are no shade, but like you know unemployed. They have nothing to do <laughs> no but shade. to voice their opinions on yeah. the internet. So of course they're gonna have a monopoly on the direction that like quote unquote Black Twitter is going. Oh, I see. So it makes yeah. it yeah. it makes it look like we all they, agree, they're but... able to clock in and not clock out. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Those of yeah. us with jobs, especially like all the black girls with jobs, we totally get it. I feel like, <laughs> girl, you get out. You know, you yeah. tried, you did your best. You had your beautiful daughter. Mm-hmm. You have a career that mm-hmm. Offset has nothing to do with. Get out before he ruins your life even more. And you know, especially with somebody like Offset, who knows the type of disrespect that she had to deal with the text mm-hmm. messages, the DMs, the girls approaching her everywhere mm-hmm. she went, you know. Fighting girls in the street. Fighting, like, no, ended up girls, in positions stop. where she had to fight because you don't know how these girls were coming up to her. Like, yeah. And I know I'm biased because I literally have loved Cardi B since her Instagram really? days yeah. with the terrible teeth. Yeah. But like everything she, oh. every move she makes makes sense. That reminds me, you remember when we tried to get her to speak to FMLA? Like, that was a thought. Oh, yeah. We were like, we should get her to come speak. Like, no, but, I'm, like, obsessed with her. So, yeah, my opinion on her is biased, but I just want the best for the game. Word. And, and it's not even that. Like, in any marriage, you shouldn't stay somewhere where you're not happy, you know? Or where you're being mistreated or disrespected. And I think she's actually, by her, like, knowing that she doesn't need to be 
at a breaking point to the exactly. to divorce that was him. when I was like that's mm. a good thing I think she's I think in doing so she actually is being a good example to mm-hmm. girls it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't need to be all of this it's just like I'm I'm tired and there's like just us like with habitual cheaters <laughs> habitual lines <lines-like. laughs> <laughs> there's just like a very big margin of like you must think I'm stupid right you know, to, to play in that because like when somebody cheats the first time the second time and they go back to the same behavior like they repeat a lot of the same warning signs i'm like are you just gonna play in my face and my right. thing, like, Yo. you think she's oh dumb God. so like, i'm dumb now i'm an idiot that's like yeah. when my like, ex what? like this is how i knew like the one time the first time i caught him right he he you know was caught blah 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 i told him to get out but he didn't get out and i was caught him doing what attempting to cheat so i caught like messages that's why i'm breaking the phone (laughs) and then um so the disrespect so i'm breaking something so he when um you know all started and done and it was over like you know we're trying to move past it this guy he's he says something along the lines about like he he will never get caught making the same mistake twice the same way but yeah, I caught him the second time the same fucking way. So it's just like you you're gonna continue if I keep on letting you do this and disrespect me, there has to be a line, you know? We have to you have to stop. And I'm glad that she was able to yeah. to get out of that when she can because like as that's, God it's my so, witness, she's it, been plotting since the it, first divorce. Like I it, know it. Mm-hmm. It, it really makes you look at yourself different because, like, you you think, like, oh, dang, like, did I do something, you know, mm. to make him do, did, like, am I ugly? All this stuff, you know what I mean? Am I not nice enough? Tough enough? Hey, no. Book. They're just, like, disrespectful. And I think that's part of reclaiming your time because mm-hmm. it's, like, like, literally being with a man who doesn't respect you is such a waste of your time. Like, a, And the worst part is that a lot of the reasons one of the main reasons why girls deal with the guys that they deal with who aren't treating them the way they want to be treated mm-hmm. is because they think that nobody will but there are so many men who will treat you how you want to be treated yes. period and if, like they're out there they're out there so you have to like it's hard mm-hmm. it's tough like ever since i've gotten into the whole reclaiming my time and and dating with a purpose and being very aware of who mm-hmm. I, allow, I allow into my mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. I've noticed that I the like quality, there's a lot yeah. of attention that I get yeah. a lot, right? Especially since part of reclaiming your time is also taking care of yourself, right? Yeah. So you're upping yourself, so you're attracting more. Mm-hmm. But all of that that you're attracting is not good, yeah. like. That's and the, you know, you literally know immediately. And that's the thing too. Like guys see, I, I wonder if guys think in their head like, oh, this, this bitch is doing good. Like, how can I fuck this up? Like, yeah, honestly, I think they sense it and they kind of want to yes. be a part of that and get some of the, the rewards of what comes with it. Like, oh, I get to walk around with a girl who has this going for her. She's hot. She has her home. She makes money. <laughs> but they don't want to like put in or even like meet you halfway with yeah, that stuff not at all so you have to be really careful like it and you know the process of reclaiming your time is really really lonely like it is like i'm not even gonna sit here and be like oh it's easy all you have to do is cut off everybody that can... no like it's lonely y'all like 
but you have to have faith that something better is coming and you're literally weeding out people who will waste your time because it's like what's better waiting a year for the person that is going to treat you well for the rest of your life or settling for somebody that you met just now and they spend the next 10 years wasting your life mm-hmm. that's true that's like this meme i saw it was like um cuffing season is approaching ladies hide your apartment oh my god i yes. was weak when i saw that on your page girl that is so true like, they will netflix so and chill true. you to death <laughs> oh found it like i know i've done it like <laughs> this is a tweet that's yeah. been, you cannot say <laughs> cannot you have to go. go. This is I, a tweet. Sorry, this is a tweet that's been going around on Twitter and like causing a whole debate. Okay. And I thought it was very relevant. Is this it? man? Mm-hmm. And this is what his opinion on you know dating women. It's like this is like basically his tips to other men. He says dating spoiled women, you have to deny them simple things early, so they won't get it twisted later on. Mess around and give in early on, and she'll have you feeling like you owe her nail and mon- lunch money. So the next time she asks you to pick her up something from the store, ask her what's wrong with her legs. Mm-hmm. Nip that in the bud. And it caused this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But it it just like proved that it's like these things are on purpose. It's not just like the man didn't know better. There's a lot of men who are literally out there to humble you. Mm-hmm. Like they see, like they see, because you were you were like, you, you just said like a woman will look at you doing well and be like, how can I, you know, how can I fuck that up? Like, there are men who are really demons like that. Like, their whole goal in a relationship in life is to be a, you know, man, TM, you know, a hashtag the man in the house. They want to be a king. Mm -hmm. So instead of going out and looking for women who, like, want that lifestyle, there are a lot of men, they look for the women who are doing well, who are powerful, who are coming into their own. And, like, they get off on, like, humbling you, on, like, you know, bringing you down, making you, like, their, you know what I'm saying? Like, which doesn't make sense to to be, like, they would, they love to see a woman who was a CEO cooking and cleaning for them. Mm. They're not like, oh, she's wasting her potential. They're like, wow, like, I'm that powerful. I'm that man. My thing you know? about it is, mm-hmm. if you want to be a king, you got to act like a king. As, exactly. As far back as history has gone, the king is, number one, a provider. <laughs> number one. <laughs> so it's like, mm-hmm. how do you want to be treated like a king and you can't even provide for your queen? Like, Yo. just, just looking at history, yes, times are changing, but you, you can't, it's, like, like that's even why it doesn't make sense like, to me. I fuck the patriarchy, but even if we were going to go back to old patriarchal like, if we times, were even based you, off of that, you would like, have to go like you would need to be out here like, making some money for your queen. Go kill dinner or something, something. like that. You're not doing those man like, things. Like kings used so. to spend all morning going hunting for sport. They come back with a freaking big a boar or some shit to present to his queen, and she'll have it taken care of. But, but statistically, black women are taking care of themselves and their families. Thank you. So. God forbid, not this black woman. You know, so what's no? But I mean, like we're taking no, we're, like statistically now, more black women are taking care of themselves. They oh, take care of the household, of the you know? family. Like right, we are the like, breadwinners in our relationships in our household. Even like single mothers, we gotta count them. Yeah, like that's a breadwoman. She's doing everything on her own. So like we're proving that we're capable, and we you know, can get it done. and Behaving then, like queens. So you're going to come in and not even add to my situation, but still want to waste my time? Exactly. Just, no. And that's the thing, like, I mean, obviously I'm speaking for myself, okay. right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, 
if you're going to be in my life, you need to provide something because I'm providing something. In addition, addition, not a subtraction. So it's like, so if I'm working on myself, making sure I look good, making sure I have my my finances together, making sure I'm spiritually and mentally sound before I'm in a relationship with a man because... Like, I'm not waiting for a man to help me. Yeah, I, I want to do that my for happiness. myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also want to meet a man who has at least what and I also have. that should exactly. continue. And to continue together. Because yes. if, like, if you're going to be with a person who you're, like, taking care of, like, y'all, sometimes it's not even just, like, financially taking care of a man, but, like, emotionally yes. and spiritually like that is another type of drainage that y'all do not making up for childhood trauma and making all up for childhood traumas being his mama being his dad like whatever he's missing like that is so heavy like speaking from your like my relationship right now like being able to just like unload and have the person do the same thing like being able to support each other right being able to like mm-hmm. like you're not the only person talking about like you know, crying and revealing stuff. You're both doing that. Mm-hmm. It's so yes. nice. Like, it feels like a flower. You know what I'm a saying? Flower. And that's you're supporting just, each other. Yeah, it's like really, that's really nice. Be. And that's how. Yeah, and exactly. I, I feel like it all stems from us having different ideas of what a relationship should be, yeah. like males versus females. And then also, as like as we get older, some people realize that difference and accommodate yeah. to that you know work yeah. towards like what a re- what they think a relationship should be and then others don't they still try to stay in that well woman you're supposed to cook clean. yeah <laughs> i like like i like to cook cooking for somebody is like it's like a love language for me i like to do it mm-hmm. and stuff like that but it's it's only pleasurable. It's only a love language if it's voluntary. Exactly. If it was an expe- expectation on me, like oh, you yes. see how quickly I, you eat in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day. Because I that. like, I hate, I hate being like being made to feel like I'm. I have to cook, or cooking is my role. Yeah. Do you know that that's the Yo. reason why I hate cooking? Because growing up, like my family had me cook for the men in my family which at the time was like a growing teenage boy and a full-grown man so now i've literally developed a hatred for cooking (laughs) a hatred like the only time i like to cook is when i'm doing in a group or if it's like in the past if it's Mm -hmm. me and my partner yeah it's literally the only time i enjoy because in that (laughs) sense i don't feel like i'm slaving away from for you but like in my on my mom's side of the that's family, what it is. both the men and the women, everybody knows how to cook. Everybody knew how to clean, right? And everybody knew how to do those two things well. But then on my dad's side of the family, it was not like that, you know. Yeah. So I, like I see my mom, like she definitely there's a lot of times where she's like super tired, where she's angry. Maybe she's not getting what she wants in the relationship, but she still feels it's my duty to cook this mm. meal. Like no matter what's going on. Mm. Right. My dad is supposed to have his meals for the week. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's the type of shit. No. So you mean I'm supposed to be upset? I didn't get any of the things that I want at all. No, we got nothing. No, I said I wanted the bag exactly. I didn't get the bag, and then I'm supposed to. I still cook. No, you will starve until I get to a level. (laughs) Cook to a Mm -hmm. level because my mom ain't never 
She be hitting. Yo, where she, where she throws that. What y'all doing for Thanksgiving? Yeah. That, that anger chicken. If I have the, the good. type of Oh, you remember when we and you went over to Tanya's house for Thanksgiving? We was there early, like <laughs> early. I had two, three plates, and I, then I took, I took some, some more home. home. Yo, yes. and my mom was so angry that whole Thanksgiving because my dad, like nobody was helping out. It was just the women and, and which I totally. It was just us, you know. It was so angry. I just wonder where this sense of entitlement comes from and sometimes i understand it's that given it's, to them I, that's what i was just about to say y'all okay so i have a question okay so all of us have had mothers who have put themselves literally sacrificed their whole life for and them. this is why i'm trying Yo. to learn to reclaim my time that's what so that's and my then, question right like that's the crux of it my was there like, like was Yo. there something that triggered you to be like never will i be do what she does or like how did you because i have so when, many moments no but well, like when you grow up seeing something you can't help but to repeat what you've seen all yeah. your life so how did you like break that cycle like are you still working on it like how did you get past that point of realizing that your time is so much more valuable so for me <laughs> my mom okay so my mom i've only I've only seen my mom date one guy, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't like. Okay, so with my father, my father was basically cheating on my mom, and then like my dad would come and see me, and then uh, after like I was like five or six, he just stopped. Mm-hmm. He just stopped coming until like I was about like twelve or thirteen, right? So then um, my mom, where it comes from, is not really with men with this guy i don't know exactly what happened between her but i know she cut him off so i was like okay i guess it wasn't you know Mm -hmm. but when i learned about reclaiming my time it's kind of like in a family sense like my mom she has been retired basically like most of my life Mm -hmm. so um I guess family assume like since you're not working a nine to five, mm. oh, you have all this free time. But mind you, she's retired for a reason. Right. My mom has um a, a mixed connective tissue disorder, mm-hmm. so it causes it's brought on by stress. So if you're overly stressed, um, she gets really tired, she gets sick, yeah. and things like that. So like um, and to be fair, your mama, I've never seen her tired. <laughs> this is this always is out here. I mean, no, I, I mean, I y'all it. haven't. I've seen my mom. Yeah, tired. You, obviously, you know what I mean. Right. And right, 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 right. I that is, I I'm not, I'm healthy, but I also could be taking better care of myself. So that's when I realized that, like, you know, my time is valuable, and um, it's okay to say no. It's mm-hmm. okay to say I can't do this right now. Yes. And it's okay. To be fair, I have seen you struggle with that because of I, what you've seen growing I, up. And I'm still your, working your on Your mom it. was the sister you that's are. like the, has that mom energy. You know, like my yeah. mom, is, she's like, I, like, I see your mom, like she, you could ask her for anything and like she, Wait, She's sorry, gonna, Tracy, like, you beast around. Sorry, I just really wanted to touch Tanya's hair. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to pretend to fix it when I'm just playing with it. Okay. okay. But yeah, like, she would just bend over backwards. I just know that about your mom. Like, yeah. I've seen your mom yeah. just like, like, in the glimpse that I've seen of her, like, you just know that she's that, she's that girl. 
you know? She is. And my mom is the same way. Like, you you just know she that is. they would bend over backwards for, like, a co-worker or anybody. Exactly like, how your mom you know was like, saying? and Tracy's mom, too. No. Your mom was like, I never tra- like that boy. And then Tracy's mom's like, you need to come over so we could talk. Yeah, you know, sit down and talk. Because like, I need yeah. to tell you something. But it's just, like, um, when it comes to, like, reclaiming your time, I know we spent a lot of time recently um, talking about relationships, but it applies to family. It would t- apply yes, to Yes, uh, that's and what that's it gets why really I appreciate tough. my friends because you, you guys respect my time. You know what I mean? Like, you do, I do say my door's open, and it's true, but like, if y'all came and y'all wanted to come over here and I didn't feel like it, I would leave y'all asses in the living room. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I would go in my room. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just like people, people have to learn to respect other people's time. You may you you may think you know someone on a personal level, but mm. you don't know everyone. You don't know someone until one you live with them, or two, like you. Even when you live with somebody, you never you truly know never know what's going yeah. on in their head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. Okay, so for me, the point that to Tracy's question, um. I feel like looking at my parents growing up, my my father's a very like emotionally unavailable person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just very, very quiet. He doesn't um, you know, like you could be talking to him and he'll really not really give you much in terms of emotion. Yeah. And like and but that's on that's when he decides. Like, mm-hmm. he has an other side that's, like, he's, like, super funny. Like, we talk about politics. He has, like, he really good jokes. some random guy yeah, from if you, Jamaica. If you tell him, like, <laughs> you're from, so like, cute. a random country, and he'll just be like, so, do you know so-and-so? And it'll just be, like, some of prime minister. Not. <laughs> or somebody who, like, like you, if you say, like, you're, um, you're he's Puerto like, Rican, he's like, do you, do you know Alex Rodriguez? Like, <laughs> of course you don't know him, but that's, like, his... Way to connect with people. Like, yeah. yeah you're like, you know Haile Selassie? No, she does not. <laughs> I do not know. He Hailey does that. Selassie he does that all the time. And I'm like, a lot when I know it's coming, I'm in the back like, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but he, of course, does not listen. But anyway, <laughs> but like, basically, my mom is an emotionally needy person, not in a bad way. That's just how she is. Mm-hmm. Right. And she got with a guy who is very emotionally you know unavailable mm. and it's not necessarily his fault because being his daughter i know about his childhood i know like what was going on the circumstances so i understand why he is the way he is that's a part of his own coping mechanism mm. but it's just not a great match for a person who like needs yeah you know so i've learned that i also i, I can't be with an emotionally unavailable person mm. because i'm kind of emotionally unavailable mm. so like we can't just be like i need somebody who, you know what i'm saying we just can't be you know the the meme with like new york with the shades on the bed right. right we can't just both be staring forward with the shades on looking in different directions all night like it won't work out so you know i felt like in when i first started dating i initially kind of veered towards people like that because like we have we would have a similar sense of humor but ultimately it would just be somebody who like you know even though I'm emotionally unavailable, I'd still be constantly trying to like communicate feelings and stuff like that. And then I would get a brick wall and then it would just be like terrible for me. So mm-hmm. that was like really a resolution, like looking, um, I, cause I just feel like, honestly, my parents are together, but I feel like my mom's wasted a lot of time, mm-hmm. you know, especially when she can identify to me the point when she knew that she probably wouldn't get what she needed from my dad. 
Mm, but she stayed but for she so stayed. many years after that. So it's really a lot of time wasted. Mm. And that's you a know? generational thing that, like, I don't know if broken is the right word, but, like, needs to be addressed. Because, like, we, um, like, my aunt actually, yesterday, another one of my aunts, not the same aunt. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of the 100 aunt. aunts. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, number 99. Of um, course. She, um... We were talking yesterday, and you know my my uncle. So my aunt, so my uncle. Uh, but yes, yeah, so <laughs> my uncle. He is. Um, everyone calls him a grouch, right? But I love. I love my uncle. He, I love a man who's a grouch. He, he, I think um, that's so cute. He, he has <laughs> odd ways that like, you can why access. Why are you so unhappy? He's like, well, I only have like two. He it's just his manner of how he just. Dis- displays things it, it could come off as rude but yeah. what Jamaican man isn't um but yeah so my aunt was talking about matter. how she is basically she she we were she the the subject of divorce came up and she was like I mean why would I get a divorce now like I'm old I'm like boy what like if you're not happy you're not happy you know what I mean like yeah. are you staying because it's comfort are you staying because of like what like you don't you know you don't, you have options it's not like you don't have options like you're you're still breathing you're still living like so you could yeah. do what you want to make you happy and she's like oh, well go be a hoe you think oh. I could tell my aunt go be a hoe <laughs> I mean I know that's what you think imagine me out here in these streets like I'll see be a hoe come on let's go <laughs> we had an ass yo girl that's how I'm trying to be. <laughs> Yeah, you should have been Instagram and the caption would be Auntie Good Puss Puss. Oh my No, literally a living icon to this day. Let them know. But it's like, why not? You know, in retrospect, why not? And I think maybe that was our our childhood trauma telling us that it's not okay to be. I mean, we were Catholic school girls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but. Like, you know, I feel like towards the end, we were kids. Like, when the whole, like, um lesbian wave happened in high school, that's oh, when, no. like, people were starting to, like, be a little bit more, I, we I don't were know. outside of our show. Yeah, we, we, our got, we became a little less, like, conservative yeah. and, like, closed-minded, you know? Like, that's why by the time we ended, we were all in the social justice club and, and not shit. And even like, that, we were <laughs> also we just see the stupidness <laughs> behind it. Like, they would break up every other week, like. One minute they together, one minute they not. Like, girl, <laughs> why all the drama? Yeah, like it was, it was really, it was very entertaining. Actually. I loved it. I love yeah, to see it. To your point, like when you recognize, like this is not working. Yeah. And then every second after that is stolen time. Honestly, yes. You know, uh, that's oh very my true. god, that's I, a although great I understand, way to like it. sometimes not may not be safe for you to leave, so you gotta like arrange your that's shit and thing. figure out what you gotta do, make your plan. That's different. That's, that's called plotting. You gotta different. do what you gotta do. That's you have to plan everything anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, but, plan your escape. And my thing is, niggas be doing that. There's so many men that use a woman to get to a status where they the want to be, and where they want to be in life. That's and it right there. Soon as they, no, as soon as they it. get it, all of a sudden, now it's a problem. Now it's but a that's because they used you. And you see, that's what it is about reclaiming your time. Because men, especially, and you know, I don't even want to hate, like, get it how you can. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But people in general will use you to get to the next step. It is yeah. what it is. That's, that's what it is. Thing, you have to just be careful. And you know, that's not always a bad thing. That Very much not, so. Especially when it's a give and take. Mm-hmm. But when it's not, 
when it's not, that's when it's a problem. I thought she was about to say Cindy. I'm like, what does she got to do with this? I don't even know what symbiosis means. I think it's symbiosis. It's a mutually beneficial Yeah, beneficial relationship. relationship. That's ideal. But some people will use you for the come up and you have to be careful. And sometimes they'll pick a person that's not in the position to help them on the come up. So they're actually draining you. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's it a word at sense. work. 100%. Ooh, that's a word at work because there'll be somebody that'll just be a friend at work just so they could key key and mm. gossip. Mm-hmm. And they'll be talking so much shit. And the minute you say one little snippet, the story that gets passed around is that you said oh XYZ, even though you were literally just trying to say something to be polite. That's so why here's I just the thing. So I have another question. Okay, so wait, you didn't say you your time. Oh, yes. You you have, you yeah. Oh, so for me, I learned about reclaiming my time. Honestly, yeah, I think it was watching my parents' relationship mm-hmm. and seeing the responsibilities that were put on me at such a young age. This is true. And you gotta have a daughter knowing, episode, man. That's what we need. <laughs> um it just didn't seem worth it to me. Okay. Like I don't, I didn't see. I saw my mom put ooh so much into, you know, the man that she like. She gave her word to be committed to him, mm-hmm. and she was till the very till the bitter end, like even to this day. But that was not even given even before the bitter end. And then, exactly, so, especially now as like in a an adult, um kind of mm-hmm. um an adult out, out here trying to Adult-ish. do her best to get herself out there and especially as like an entrepreneur mm-hmm. well uh, a struggling entrepreneur i should say mm-hmm. no you're struggling it's, go ahead no i say struggling just because i'm not just where a, i want to be you're and beginning. like you're yeah beginner beginning and every single like it's my not a thoughts don't Okay, so I don't think the struggle is bad though. I think the struggle will get me to where I need to be. Okay, as long as you don't associate negative terms with what you're trying to. No, I appreciate the struggle because I learned through the struggle. Okay, so as a struggling entrepreneur, my mind—if y'all know how much of my mental, like, my mind goes so much into my business, Mm -hmm. and it's not just my mind. Like, it keeps me up at night. But then it's like every extra dollar that I have Mm -hmm. goes into my business. Every piece of time, every time I'm not doing what I'm not, what like anytime I'm not working my business, I could be working on my business. Mm. Like it just, that's what it is. Yeah. So literally anybody in my life who does not provide positivity or something good mm-hmm. or helps me to move forward is a waste of my time. So especially, so as a struggling entrepreneur, I'm so aware of like where my time and my energy and my money goes into, mm-hmm. which I understand like our parents and mine, they didn't have to have to deal mm-hmm. with having to become an entrepreneur, starting something new that's like unfamiliar. But because they were doing of that, so much unfamiliar shit already, just being exactly, here. Being exactly. Being an immigrant, that was already Which is why I don't wild. understand. Like me and my little business, I'm over here like, I don't even have time for anybody who doesn't provide anything. And it, it it's not money or anything, even like information, good feelings, good vibes. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, that's what it yeah. was for me. Support, like. I think we, though, it also goes back to like, like we said, like when you know better, you do better, you know? So they, they didn't know they're coming to 
a new country. Like, they're just trying to, I guess, survive. They're just trying to make it from yeah, that's better true. from where they came, you know? So for them, that's doing what they're told. And who was telling them that? The white people, because they didn't have nobody else here. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, the white people don't. And we talked about this before, I forget when, but nobody wants you, the government does not want you, you to be independently wealthy, right? No, they don't. Or successful. They want you to be in, go to college so you can rack up this debt. So right? you could be an employee. They want you to be an employee for the rest of your life. I'm going to be a boss. Boss, that's the fact is fact. Yeah, no, but it's like, being in that position now even more than before like i always feel like i was a selfish person which mm-hmm. i also don't think is bad it's not, but i learned from watching extent. somebody be so selfless that it literally like deterred their life and mm-hmm. so i talked to my mom a lot mm-hmm. a lot like i think as i've gotten older our relationship has gotten better yes. just because as i've gotten older number one i've seen her as more of a human number two there's a lot more that i understand i mm-hmm. mean she, she so annoys me. She's okay. my mama. That's what she's supposed to do. That's built into the relationship. However, there's, I can understand, like, when my mom talks to me about her past and everything she's been through, and so I can understand where she's coming yeah, from. Yeah, because she's a mirror of you. She you know? is. So it's uh, like, oh my God. So I'm God. like, oh yes, sis, yeah. you right. Like, but it's seeing that, and on top of also having, like, wanting to change the trajectory of my life so bad. Mm-hmm that has helped me to be really focused on reclaiming my time and preserving my energy so what you and yeah and to what brings me joy peace and helps me to move forward Mm -hmm. so that's that's how i learned Mm -hmm. like basically from the mistakes of others near me you said you had another question i do have another question so i know so far we've been talking about like um reclaiming your time with men Mm -hmm. but there's also other aspects of reclaiming your time in friendships in Mm -hmm. work relationships like when you said that like how do you create those boundaries because you know like what you've seen growing up that actually kind of um how you create it merges into Mm -hmm. your regular life and everything so it's like how do you create those boundaries with friends with co-workers with even random strangers on the street like <laughs> how have you i mean for me honestly i'm a very uh i i come off as aloof or same you know, or, That's so, or cold. Funny. Yeah. so a lot of times people don't approach me with a lot of shit because mm. of that so i avoid a lot of that and it takes a lot like i have anxiety and shit so it takes a lot for me to like reach out to people so honestly, I don't really have a problem with reclaiming my time with like with friends people outside of I, like right. I feel like all my friends really respect my space and all of that. And it's, understand, it's most, yeah, and understand. Um, I would probably say, hmm, with family when I was living at home, that's when it was very it difficult to, and that's that's more a conversation about boundaries. But yeah, it was very true. tough to be at home and have a schedule and have people respect it and mm. like have my own agenda and have people respect my time as an adult in the house right. um but really other than that just mostly relationships See, yeah like, yeah it's like a problem I, and at work I'm the opposite i don't i don't know people for some reason always want to approach me like there's this new worker she doesn't even work in my department and she came to work like maybe like 30 minutes early she stopped at my office door 
and started asking me all these questions. Mm. But for every question, I was like, I don't know. Why don't you ask the supervisor? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Why don't you but ask the supervisor? But I think it's because despite you being deadpan sometimes, <laughs> like in, in just how we talk, it's like funny, but you have a warm energy. Yo, and Suki you know, got like all the bit, answers. Yeah, she has a warm and welcoming energy. <laughs> And then I hate it. Yo, so it's so, it's so I can't it's like it's like a enigma, but <laughs> I I literally hate most people, but mm-hmm. I like helping people at the same time. And that's time. what it is. Yeah. And it's just like please step away from me, like step back a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm telling you, I don't know, 20 times, please leave. Like and then it gets me into trouble with guys too sometimes. So like people quickly feel comfortable with me and Sometimes I try to be cold. Disrespect. Yeah, but sometimes I try. I try so hard to be cold. Or like I, well, I don't try. I'm very sarcastic. <laughs> so right. I'm very sarcastic. But like a lot of shit I say goes over people's heads, or mm. like they think I'm just joking. But it's like, nigga, I'm dead ass. Like you <laughs> need to go yes. right now. 100%. Like you know? yeah. So like that, it is a struggle with me. I I was just telling Natanya as well. Um, that it's gotten a little better, especially like with becoming friends with like my coworkers, because I think that's like um, it it works. You know, sometimes when you meet a person, like you just wanna be friends with them. You know what I mean? But like like at my old job, I still talk to my like two of my coworkers there. So it's just like yeah, I I I need to I do need to work on that because like. Like I said, it does get me in some awkward situations, especially when I'm dating, you know, and then like I feel bad because like, I don't know. I don't know how sometimes I don't know how to just like cut things off or like when I do say something in a nice way, you're not taking it. So now I have to be a bitch. You know what I mean? Mm. And I have to learn that sometimes it's okay to be a bitch, especially when it comes to your safety, like. A lot of, I'm working with um, domestic violence survivors. I'm realizing a lot of red flags now when dating and it could, you know, it could turn into something more. Cause like earlier when you were saying um, you want somebody emotionally available and stuff like that, guys confuse that with being sexually available. Yes. And I, I understand. They want to talk about feelings and they want to talk about their penis. Thank you. Like, I understand. First of all, I understand that you're attracted to me because if not, why are you here? You know what I mean? And also, they'll appreciate you. Get in line. <laughs> but then, um, two, it's just like, all right, all men, I'm attracted to men, right? And most men, you know, most um, gender born men, like you're born a male, have a penis, right? So I get that. You have a dick. And I have a vagina. And we know what happens with it when we're attracted. You don't need to talk about it all, all the, the fucking time. time. Right. First of all, it's boring. <laughs> they don't even know how to do it right. Thank exactly. you. I'll be having to tell you and shit. But yeah, so that me being being um having like good vibes or I like your vibe or shit like yeah. that. That that's all well, I know I'm a good person and I know I get give off good energy because that's who I am. But it just gets me in trouble a lot of the times when guys think that I like like them more than I do, I guess. Yeah, because I really don't be liking, like, 10 guys are texting me right now. I probably like only like two. If that. 
should be yeah. how it should be. So, what about you? Um, I think I'm very lucky because I'm so like, I'm very Drake, no new friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the people who are in my life have been in my life for years and years. So they know who I am, how I operate. Mm -hmm. And also it's been like proving time and time again that they will have my back. I can go to them for comfort, for emotions, for anything. Yeah. So my friends are my safe space. Like it's not anything that I've ever had to question. So I've been really lucky. So, yeah, it feels so nice. And I'm okay I'm with being how I am. Like, yeah, like I love people. I can honestly say that I love people. I'm one of those person who like, I love interviews. I love dates. I love and working. And people love Tracy. Like, I mean, I true. love people. However, I also need a lot of time to myself mm -hmm. and I'm very, very private and I just, I do what I want <laughs> when I want it. And I'm selfish, not in a bad way, but I am selfish. I don't lose anything for in order to help other people. So it's like, that's never really been a problem for me as far as like reclaiming my time with friends because I have a good group around me. Yeah. However, maybe with like coworkers sometimes, no. like, and part of it is like my problem, my issue, because I, I like, I want to know everything about your life. <laughs> I do. Like when I meet somebody, <laughs> I want to know everything about you. Tell She's me. Like, really? You have to be like, Tracy. No, like, I want to know everything. Like, how did you get here in front of me? Start from the day of your birth. <laughs> but also. No, start with your parents. Literally start with how your parents were born and met. But however, like not a lot of people are like that. So when people meet me, they tend to like outside of my friends obviously they then they get too comfortable yeah. and i never know how to draw those boundaries because like my friends understand when i say i don't want to talk about this therefore i'm not <laughs> and other people don't always understand that because they're so used to me being like oh tell me about everything about your life but they don't realize that i have a break yeah. that i need a break mm -hmm. too from people because i just i can't that's why I don't get why people like talk to me because like I'm not that way. I don't be asking a thousand questions. I everything. I, my supervisor like something will happen and she'll be like, "Did you ask them why?" And I'll be like, "Um, no. Like I didn't even think to ask that. Really?" Yeah. And she's like, "Well, you told me everything. Now, now you need to go back and ask her why because we need to find out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I don't even ask questions like that and." I still need to learn how to freaking draw um, yeah. lines. Like, I have people one coworker, like I know, like her, and like she has like a husband that's not like he's he has medical issues, and I know like I know when he's supposed to have surgery. Yeah, <laughs> I know like how long the recovery and the rehab. Well, you know, I know all these. I know what room number is. Like yo, all the information. <laughs> I got the deets. Like. Okay. And it's like, I don't necessarily want to know all this, but when you're in a work setting, you just, I don't know. Oh, God, I want to know all that. <laughs> but also, don't be calling me at two in the morning to talk about your feelings. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's weird boundaries, but I think reclaiming your time is like, I think part of reclaiming your time, like, really important is knowing yourself. Mm -hmm. knowing what works for you and what doesn't and then creating like boundaries around that and creating like a lifestyle around that mm -hmm. and 
that's just what it is. Like, I, I one thing I've learned is to not like forgive myself or accept myself for these things mm-hmm. that are maybe seen as bad from somebody from other people, mm-hmm. but it makes me feel good and I'm not hurting anybody intentionally. So I'm not going to feel bad for that. So if I, I don't want to talk to you, I'm just not. And I also <laughs> feel However, like... I always answer my friends' text messages, but there are plenty of people who will tell you that they never hear from me. <laughs> like, mm. I literally only, like, as far as, like, and that's one way that I reclaim my time is, like, text messages. I'll usually wake up to a bunch of text messages, and the ones that I'll answer are the ones that comes from my mom, my dad, and my brother, and then my friends who are on this podcast and like two others, that's it. <laughs> and I'll answer immediately and respond and whatever. Everybody else, I got to figure it out. I'm not <laughs> I was saying, but also part of it is also feeling okay to address, you know, like when you're uncomfortable or like when, um, but like being able to address like when you're uncomfortable or something or like, saying you know what like I need some me time or I yeah. have I need I have other obligations or like because like everyone thinks that like just because you're doing nothing like doesn't it means that yes. you're available like what um, Tracy said not. like I, I I agree with that statement she said earlier about needing a lot of time to myself like uh-huh. I feel like um I need so much time to replenish myself after I I, I have, yes. especially now that I'm back at work from quarantine. Mm-hmm. It's like I need to decompress. Like I need time. Yo, you wallet. <laughs> the shot she just poured, yo. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like I need a lot of um, me time to like replenish myself, and that's I feel like that's one of the reasons why me and Squavia has been friends for so long. Because we both understand that, <laughs> like that, you need your space, you need your time. We lived to, in like, the same room. There will be yo. days so we did not see each other. And Just because you need your time, and you need to be able. I need to replenish my soul, you know. Weird. And sometimes, and you have to. Uh, and part of me, I didn't realize it at first because, like, I guess I'm always used to having someone around, and like. I guess when I was younger, I did have me time, but I just thought it was boring. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but now I'm like, oh God, like on Saturday, I slept for like a straight two hours. You ever had that sleep is so good that you try to wake yourself up and you can't? No, you, when you, <laughs> you, you have like an actual dream of you getting up and what, and like starting your day and you haven't, you're still sleeping. Word. Like that was, that is a beautiful weekend to me. You know what I mean? So. Yes. Are we still recording? Yeah. I'm literally in tears, you guys. So I, I just went to the bathroom. Wait, do you want this on the podcast? That's okay. It's still a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I went to the bathroom and freaking Suki has my lip gloss from Aman Beauty Cosmetics. <laughs> literally in her bathroom with like everything else, which is proof that she literally supports the kid like for real, for real. Yeah. Part of reclaiming your time. So Surround yourself by people who support you. Period. I just have to say that. Period. 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 Yeah, I, I put that, that on because, um, <laughs> first of all, Cynthia and Marielle are so cute. So, um, they they Facetime me Friday, like, "What are you doing?" Blah blah. blah. I was like, "Um, nothing." And they was like, "Okay, come." And I was like, "Ooh, I have a reason to put on makeup." Okay. 
So I put on makeup, I put on the, I put this nice like honey shine, uh, honey brown lip liner and the lip gloss. And oh it my God, really I'm nice. so in love. Yeah. It's literally with all your stuff. Like literally, <laughs> I could tell you were getting ready. I'm like, this on too. Oh my yeah. God, I'm literally so emotional. Yeah. I took a video. Yeah. So. But um, so it's upsetting me and my homegirls because niggas is out here stealing panties though. Y'all, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I don't even know what to say, you guys. Okay, so here one thing you need to know about me is that I literally love to have my bras and panties matching every single day. So I created a budget two years ago. <laughs> And I purchased bras and panties that match so that every day, just for me, you know, because I ain't got no man yet. So if you're a rich, tall black man, you know who to call. <laughs> but anyway, that's so important to me for me, for my own like self-love. When you look good, you feel good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even like underneath whatever I'm wearing, right? Mm-hmm. So I discovered. It's been like maybe a month now that I discovered that like panties and bras are missing. And this whole time, I thought that it was just, you know, you do laundry, you lose stuff. Yeah. Obviously, like who doesn't lose panties and bras, socks, all that stuff. Yeah. But little I noticed, did she know. Yeah, like oh little God. did I know that I have somebody like I think stalking me at the laundromat, you guys. Like, I don't even know what to say. So basically, I told the girls this, so they already know this story. But I went to the laundromat like two weeks ago. And usually when I go to the laundromat, I drop off my stuff to get washed. I go do something else, come back, then put it in the dryer, go do something else, and then come back. This week, for whatever reason, or two weeks ago, for whatever reason, I decided to stay. Like, I had a good book. I was like, ah, ah, ah. It, it's going to be cute. <laughs> I'm, I'm just be at the laundromat trip. and be a whole look, right? Reading at the laundromat. Like, that's cute. <laughs> I have my laundromat outfit and everything. <laughs> so, I'm there. And while my clothes are in the dryer, I noticed this guy, like, touching people's. Well, I didn't realize he was touching other people's. La- like laundry, the washing, machine. the washing machine or the drying machines uh-huh. to see if, you, if any one of them you were know? Like done and he could open it. I don't know what he was doing because with the drying machine, like you can open it as you please, yeah. mm-hmm. just to add more clothes, add dryer sheets, make sure it's dry enough, then you add more stuff on like the washing machine. But I saw him touching machines. The first one he touched was like two machines away from mine. I'm like, I didn't think anything of it because I'm like. Maybe that's his machine, so he wants to make sure it's all good. Yeah. Then he goes to the one right next to it, which is one away from mine. I'm like, maybe he has two machines. Mm-hmm. I've excuse me, I've used two machines before, not often, but it's happened. Next thing I know, I see him touching my machine, <laughs> which I know for sure isn't his because it's mine. He's like, oh, literally this is the one. touching, and I'm watching him, and I approach him, and I'm like. Um, is everything okay? Like, what's going on? Y'all, next thing I know, he, like, doesn't really say much. But for the rest of my drying time, he has then decided to stare at me for the rest of the time that I was there. Because I was staring at my machine because I didn't trust him. And then he proceeds to follow me around the laundromat. Mm-mm. Like the creepy, like a freaking creep. Mm-mm. I ended up having to go to the employee of the laundromat and tell him that I'm being followed. 
the employee was completely useless. I mean, oh what can gosh. I say? It is what it is. But I understand sometimes. Which I get. You're not about to put yeah. yourself in danger for me. <laughs> but, like, I was in my laundromat outfit. Like, it was cute, you know? And basically, long story short, my neighbor had to approach this man who was stalking me while I was drying my clothes, trying to be a clean person. And he, like, had to threaten his life and then escort me out and, like, watch me. Y'all, it was a lot. But I put two and two together very, very quickly. And I realized that this man who was stalking me and touching my dryer has likely been stealing my panties and bras because instead of being able to go 30 days without having to do laundry because I had enough matching bra and panty sets, (laughs) I can now only go like seven days. Because that's what? all I got. Like, y'all, I literally, like, if I wanted From to. From 30 sets to seven? I could go 30 sets. I could have, like, literally. That's a lot. I've done it before. Don't judge me. Okay? But I've I mean, gone 30 no days. I'm judging if you have that No, I had it goals. to yeah. be able to go 30 days. Me too. Without having to do laundry. Yeah, because I don't be matched. But I don't do laundry until my underwear is out. Yeah. That's basically, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I have 30 days worth of clothes and that's it, y'all. <laughs> But it's like, but I went from fit. being 30 days. Yeah, they're fit. Uh, I really organized myself. Always serving. 30 days of never having, like, of being able to go, like, ma- like brand clean set to going seven days. And I think this man has been just sitting in the laundromat, stealing my pretty panties and my pretty bras. Dang, you could have been making a profit. All this time, I could have been selling my panties that this man has been stealing been making for a profit. Me. SOD. Next time I see him, I'm ripping his hair out of his head. And that's just what it is. You should just give him a bill. Yeah, Suki gave me the idea that I mm-hmm. should bill I him. I need my coin. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need my coin. Like you can yeah. take whatever you want, like it's okay, but you're gonna have to pay me. Exactly. So yeah, it's just really upsetting me and my homegirls because <laughs> now I have to create another panties and bra budget, you guys. <laughs> and all this stuff, like not to be bougie or whatever, but they're from France. Like he took my France. My French panties and bras the that I put in my suitcase, I packed and I traveled seven hours on a plane to bring back to New York for him to steal it. <laughs> so I'm really upset. <laughs> no, you deserve to be upset. I'm upset for you. Dang. And I'm Dang. creeped out. Let's not forget that's that. That's the most important part. That was so it's pretty weird. upsetting. So and now that's, I um, a little bit everything. of like psychotic behaviors. No hundred percent tendencies but i'm just saying like if i actually believe that the police would do something like i would say say no they were to police but but they won't i won't even waste my time or theirs useless i won't even waste my unlimited minutes calling the police (laughs) (laughs) but um thank you guys for coming over today and i like hanging out with you guys cranberry juice is tart i got some real cranberry juice oh that is 100 percent yeah Mix that with a little bit of agave and some lime. It tastes good. But, um, okay, so I know Tracy just finished venting. About my stolen panties and bras. But now we have to talk about something that made us happy this week. I'm trying to think. Oh, so I made, um, well, last weekend I made ranger cookies. What is that? And they're mm-hmm. like. 
um, like oatmeal, chocolate chip cookies with cornflakes. And I put some crushed pralines in there. Sounds delicious. And when I tell you, those cookies were so First good. First of all, can I tell you about this rum cake <laughs> a Tanya made? Oh, oh my yes, God. Tracy, you missed, you missed it. I heard. Yo. Trust me, I heard about that rum cake, girl. That was a cake. No, that was like, I, I, I can't even fathom to describe. Oh, my God. And it's just a cake. I want more. And then... This weekend, just well, yeah, yesterday, I made um these double chocolate chip um cookies with like semi sweet chocolate chips and espresso bean chocolate chips mm-hmm. and some um fancy some here. toffee bits in there. Ooh. And whew, that sounds about delicious. to go home and devour that. So I really just made, I just love like baking something for the week, you know, it just the whole week just floats about. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, oh, that's nice. Um, I don't know. Do I have a joy for it or do I have a what's what's upsetting me and my homegirls? I guess I have more of a what's upsetting. It's upsetting me and my homegirls because as Speak of on. today, my fucking gas has been off for a week in my apartment. Yo, I've been here. surviving Mm-mm. off of toastable items. Salad. I mean, thank you for making me stick to my diet, but damn, a bitch want to make some sauteed mushrooms and spinach and some garlic. Like, like, what's the explanation? I don't. I have no idea. I have no idea at all. The injustice. And it was just weird because also last week this weird Conrad nigga was in my apartment trying to bag Sydney. But that's a weird quinky. That is not no. It's everyone's. That is not. Oh, okay. to I, I made sure because I would have made a proper complaint. Imagine. But yes, it's just. Uh, and then I'm also just like spending all my my extra money on ordering food when I have groceries in my fridge and I so just want to cook. cook. You gotta get a hot plate. I have one, but that is under there. It's so much work. And then there's no outlet. So I'd have to cook over. It's just my oh, kitchen's not equipped. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's just it's annoying as hell. But yeah. So um, the only thing that brought me joy this week was my paycheck because I did really yeah. well at work to it. Hey, this hey, week, hey, so it was looking hey, real hey. nice, y'all. <laughs> I was out here like. Ah. Oh, the one thing that did brought me bring me joy this week is the fact that. My skin is starting to clear back up. I oh, noticed. Yeah, I was going to say something after the podcast. Oh, yeah, I can see. Thank you. I, I was so, I was getting mad at myself. Like, body, <laughs> what is going on? Do I need to make another appointment? Because, like, I don't know, like, two people in my family on my mom's side, when they were, like, approaching 30, their hormones went out oh, of they, whack. The second puberty. And their face. Oh, hell hard. no. Wait, your hormones go out of whack yeah. at 30? <laughs> They're supposed to be I'm better. I'm already like, working on the weight gain thing. I'm like, oh, no, nah, I need to work on that. That's the oh. hormone shot. I can't just be out here breaking out. Thank you. Look at my face, girl. No, it looks good. It looks good today, I promise. So I'm just like, please, skin gods, please, positive energy. <laughs> just keep it this way, please. Thank you. I've also been taking CMOS all last week and putting that yes. shit on my hand about that. Uh, I just started yeah. taking like makeup powder. I like it. How's that? 
and well it's only been one day so i don't oh, i'm, I'm, I'm really dead. not sure so I'll, I'll follow up in like <laughs> y'all i've been on my vitamins game for like the whole month because I'm, I'm not trying to get sick i'm not trying to get that rona that flu that cold that nothing. sniffle nothing i don't give about none of that i'm just trying not to overeat <laughs> the cmos does help with that like it, I realized last week I was not hungry. I didn't take it today. You saw me munching. I'm just trying to lose I'm weight, y'all. <laughs> I just want to overeat. Like I don't want to. to like yeah. focus on like losing Literally. weight. Like, doesn't mean anything about you and all that. But these quarantine pounds have oh, got to go. Period. All right. Take the vitamins and Yo. eat less, y'all. I've been doing intermittent fasting and. It's not it's not no, bad. it's not. It's not that, it's not that yeah. bad. Your body, honestly, like with fasting or anything, like your body gets used to it, y'all. Just yeah, yeah. You just I mean, stick to it. Any goal that you have, you have to just like force yourself to do it, and then you'll get used to it. Yeah. It is what it is. But and the, you know, really yeah. fasting, it feels natural to me. You know, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And although I've seen some people like do it and then they get really, really into it and then they start OD fasting and then yeah. of course that's going to lead to disordered well. eating and all that. But I love fasting. It, I really like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it gives you like a clarity. Like It a, does. And yeah. I think that's why I like it. Yeah. So. Because, you know, one thing I notice is that when I eat, sometimes I, I'll eat heavy and then I'll be so tired You're after so eating. So tired, and I don't. And, I hate to feel sleepy. And you know sleepy. what I've also noticed? So like with me, with my weight loss journey, I kind of like. I know that I'm on a good track because like right now I feel bloated, but like everyone is like, "Oh, you look good, blah blah blah." I'm like, "Girl, you don't see like I'm bloated right now. <laughs> yeah, like, this is not. Nobody's but, gonna know that you're but bloated. Yeah, like, I you. know, I know. So if I could tell the difference, but not tell the difference, but I feel like I still look semi good with my bloated body mm-hmm. and then when I'm not bloated I look amazing you know wonderful I look wonderful that's what it is period but yeah. you know what I'm saying it, it just gives you a little bit more like absolutely yeah, yeah yeah no that's that's really real anyway okay. all right guys thank you for joining this week thank you this was so much fun bye this was a bye. great restorative conversation yes